Parker here on the latest edition of Patch Over Command to find some earbuds. Welcome to the Wonder Year. For all your animals rereading and eventual re-re-watching needs. That re-re was intentional because we already started re-watching it, but we're going to get back to it later. I'm Sarah. I am Blair. <laughs> I'm Seda. That's three of us. <laughs> three, all, all three. three. We're here. That's we're here to talk about any. We're here to talk about animorphs. Mm-hmm. Did, yep. Um, but first, tell you how y'all been. I, 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 I moved. Yeah, you sure did. I'm in a new um, place. Yeah. There are six animals. There are three dogs, two cats, and a chunk. Blessed. That's so many dogs. That sounds <laughs> emotional. Like I would be like so. I would never be able to talk to a person because I would just all of my emotional energy would be used up by living with that many dogs. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, one of them's a, one of them's one of them's a, a yellow lab. So, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other, the other two are like the other two are like old grandpa dogs, so they don't like spend much time. They don't like me very much. Mm-hmm. I do love an old dog. They're pretty chill. I do, but like they don't like they don't like me personally. So oh, like I only get yeah. to spend time with like this four year old yellow lab. <laughs> big boy season gets you one. He's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. I I bought a I bought a fidget spinner so I could have something to do with my hands, but I bought it from the dollar store so it's too loud to use during podcasting. Patreon.com slash fear bidding. Donate to get Seda a good fidget spinner. <laughs> or patreon.com slash P Y M O O B. Yes, but if, 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 you, if you if you already donate to fear baiting the Patreon fear baiting and you increase it and you send us a message saying this is for Seda's this is for Seda's fidget spinner we will we will expressly yeah. allocate the money for that. <laughs> I need need one of those high tech just whisper soft uh, technology mm-hmm. that that technology that only ten dollars can buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also like because they're so memey. I feel so ridiculous using it in public like I went to a screening of a movie and I just I like positioned myself so carefully that I could like lean my arm under a table and like it super helped like I've never sat that still during a movie but I did very much like was constantly on guard just like no one can see this happening because I can't handle I can't take the heat (laughs) yeah online is a curse yeah, yeah, didn't, sure is. Didn't, didn't Gerald kill online a little while ago? Yeah, unfortunately not enough people retweeted or reblogged it, uh, so we all do still have to do online. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, thanks, well. Th- we appreciate your efforts, Gerald. Sorry that they were in vain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a valiant uh, soldier of the online, or anti-online. <laughs> anti-online. So, how y'all feel about this week's book? Um, it is wild. So fun. I had a blast. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. Um, so I would like to again uh, rescind our la- the fact that we laughed so hard at the at the oatmeal episode, as in that was such a weird ass thing for them to do for the TV show because this was the oatmeal book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, though they did do a lot weirder things in the uh. <laughs> In the the TV the TV adaptation, such as the use of well, the water balloons, because they couldn't afford they couldn't really afford to put uh, to yeah, bring, to it's bring also oatmeal like, on set. Yeah, in in such a classic way, the TV show also did in sort of this wacky. Oh, here we're gonna have our you know psych ward episode thing Mm -hmm. whereas the book's kind of like hey we're gonna use this as sort of a semi-serious metaphor for addiction Mm -hmm. and it's like okay capelgate (laughs) (laughs) okay 
it's like sure I, I mean it's like i appreciate your efforts but yeah <laughs> to, quote, to quote marco it's oatmeal, <laughs> it's oatmeal. yeah um, and it's also like the Yerks, though. Why are we? But why this? I don't know. It's a very. There's a lot of very strange decisions being made in this, this story, yeah. <laughs> in this yeah. particular story. Um, but God, it's just so strange and bizarre that I couldn't not love it. You know. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. And good I book. mean, it. It starts off like almost as a parody of itself, like it right off the bat, does. like. Like, Rachel straight up calls out the, like, cold open thing of time to do a personal activity with morph power because she's like, well, we want to do something, but Jake probably wouldn't want us to, uh, and we just do this sometimes. And it's like, okay. (laughs) The the first first chapter, can I say, is extremely good and it is a goldmine, but before we get to that, let's take a look at this cover and see what we're working with here. Okay. Because, like... The the first the third one is as always the most upsetting to look at. Be, but in this one, it's because like it does kind of look like just a human, a small human with like the the undercarriage of bat wings, mm-hmm. like in in flight, like kind of in motion, like a, a real maximum ride situation. Yeah. <laughs> but also, if maximum ride was like a vampire, <laughs> right, right. I like the third one. No, it's all very fun. <laughs> no, I just feel like I would I wouldn't mind like if I had to look like any of the non-human morphs on this, I would probably go number three or four. Mm-hmm. Four, oh, four kind of looks like a bat with an oni mask. <laughs> it does. Yeah, honestly, like I feel like turning into a bat is one of the least offensive things you can turn into. Somehow, yeah, because there's like there's like analogies, but I, I gotta say, like, I'm a little bit surprised they chose a bat for this cover instead of a mole. Um, probably because like it's you, more I, dynamic. I, I potent, yeah, maybe. I, I guess like, well, moles are just also, little lumps. Like, <laughs> like, if I read this book and you told me to, if I read this book and you like told me, hey, what do you think's on the cover of this? And I would have probably guessed mole off the dome. Bat would not have been my guess. If I recall correctly. The description of the mole morph really sucks. Oh yeah. So I don't necessarily want to see that. Yeah. And I do like the part where she falls on her butt like, and her ego is ruined. <laughs> yeah. While the mole is probably more important to the plot, I think they do technically turn into the bats more often. So maybe that's the justification. Well, yeah, but one is like a runoff, and it's cooler. like, and then we turn into bats and flew out of the cave. I pr- I think bats are just cooler than moles. I think this that's is. It. I mean, that's this is canon. True. This is canon. Um, but like, also, in celebration of World Goth the, Day, no, okay, they turn into bats, so that's cool. Yeah, happy belated World Goth Day, everyone. <laughs> turn into a bat. <laughs> yeah, this, ep- this episode is in celebration of World Goth Day. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, goths. Yep, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. I'm, still working on becoming, I'm still working on becoming goth. I, I don't know how to do it. You just become goth. You just do it. You just start listening to yeah. The Cure a lot. Um, do I? Oh. <laughs> Huh? Why did I have that reaction? Why did I have that reaction? I don't know anything about the cure. I just had that reaction like viscerally in (laughs) my stomach. I don't know anything about the cure. Just start listening to Echo and the Bunnymen and Susie and the Banshees and the Cure and Depeche Mode. And um, is Depeche Mode goth? I don't know these things. (laughs) I think Depeche Mode is goth. Or like you can kind of go my route and just keep listening to the same music that you listen to, but. 
go on like wish.com or eBay and just search lace. Oh, yeah. And sort of add all of those things to your cart right. and replace your entire wardrobe with lingerie as outerwear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did I wear a musician so I could do that? That's... Instead, I'm a, I mean... instead, I'm a data entry clerk. <laughs> Sure. I also do it in my everyday life, like when I go to the grocery store, but I see your point. <laughs> oh, God. I would kill for that confidence. Um, all right. Let's get, all into, I have. Let's, let's get into this fucking book. Right. This first chapter, yeah. I think this first chapter is like, I think it's my favorite, like, cold open chapter that we've had. Oh, yeah. Because it's got, it's got like, like, Marco's just giving like a rundown of people who are going to be at this Planet Hollywood opening, which... By the way, this lineup is fucking wild because Bruce Willis is going to be there. Um, Hall- no, it wasn't Halle Berry. It was um, um, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless, yes, but there was someone else who's, who was name dropped by first name only because she was the only one with that first name at the time. But there was a current mm-hmm. celebrity who I'm going to pull this up real quick. Um, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be Which, there. By the way, what is this thing uh, that they're talking Planet about? Planet Hollywood. It's like a. Yeah, is it? It seems like it's a traveling Hollywood fair. No, Planet Hollywood's a restaurant. Is it a restaurant? Really? <laughs> I don't do know anything know about it. I know. I'm like 99 sure Planet Hollywood's a restaurant. I only know that because they they did something out of Planet Hollywood on an episode of The Apprentice, which I did watch religiously for four seasons, and I think I, I think in some small part I am directly responsible for the state of the country as it is today. <laughs> well, we've all been saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah planet, Ho- planet hollywood is a restaurant like auditorium oh okay i think there's only one in canada and it's in niagara falls mm-hmm. uh so i yeah okay uh, demi moore is the other person uh, that i was thinking of and also here's a wild thing to open this this wikipedia article with after the first you know okay planet hollywood is a theme restaurant inspired by a popular portrayal of hollywood it was launched in new york city on october 22nd 1991 with the backing of hollywood star celeste stallone bruce willis demi moore and arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> they docked themselves <laughs> wow oh um. shit um <laughs> uh. <laughs> New York, though, but they're such, like, West Coast kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy maybe it. This was, I don't maybe buy it. this is, like, it. the second chain, and they just have, like, the, they just have, like, a, like, a reunion tour. Yeah. No, no, this, they're totally, like, L.A. kids. No, I don't buy it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> uh, so, oh, my God, it's, like, this. the first, like, two chapters of this book are, like, an entire book arc of a book in and of themselves because they go see this concert at Planet Hollywood and then end up saving a man's life from like jumping out of a building and like it is the most animorph shit ever they're like having a fun time and then they look to the side and a go- dude's trying to commit suicide uh-huh. and they're like well and uh, what <laughs> we gotta be superheroes but there, couple, i gotta duck i gotta duck back for a quick second because there are a couple of lines from rachel who is the narrator of this book i don't know if we said that already that extremely jumped out to me as super gay because she at one point says okay lucy lawless is going to be there but that's not what i want to go which is absolutely a lie uh-huh. Uh-huh. um marco does marco when 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 everyone's like what the fuck is a lucy lawless marco is like that's that's xena and that's just yeah of course, Marco just knows that off the dome. And then and then Rachel later mentioned she could see Naomi Campbell's pores, and yet she still looked great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love her. This 
it's really interesting how this book is handling Rachel. And I mean, it's because it's like a big character moment for her. Mm-hmm. But like very off the bat, they're really ha- bat. Um, they're like very heavy handed <laughs> with how reckless she is. Mm-hmm. Like it's introduced very early. And we also just constantly throughout the entire book from that get her like taking a moment out of her day to criticize somebody's clothing or features or something. <laughs> Like Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, please slow down. Rachel, come on. Oh, she's such a teenager, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh um, dear. I'll, there, there was a detail that kind of threw me off, and I, this could just me be, you know, saying weird shit that I find weird and is not weird at all. But he, um, the, the guy like breaks a breaks a plate glass window in a building, and then jumps out feet first of the broken window, which seems I don't that know. That's about just, right. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're at that point. You're like, you're kind of like, um, you're gonna take a swan dive. <laughs> no, I, I don't know how I would jump out a window, but like, I feel like there's gonna be debris on the bottom. So, like, are you lunging like a hurdle for this? Are you like kind of tucking your legs up like a cannonball? Like, I, I think that's the least of their concerns. No, it's not. It is, but like, it's just. It. it I got hung up on it, like I do. <laughs> um. So this guy plummets to his death, but uh, just uh, kidding, he doesn't. No, he doesn't because four birds, five birds, uh, cr- five cr- birds just drag birds. him slowly to the sea. Six birds. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah. five, no six. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I can count. I forgot to bias. Um, he's literally a bird on the time. How did I forget? Anyway, um, they they throw him in a river. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger. He gets stuck in the mud. Uh-huh. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls both uh, Rachel and him out. So that's cool. Dolphin Rachel. Rachel, Rachel the dolphin is yeah. in the pool, in the pond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's they've like really amped up since the first book sort of how many morphs they can do in succession. And like they definitely do say, oh, you know, I'm very tired because I've been doing so many morphs. But I feel like it's a really, really stark contrast to, like, when they were first learning their abilities and they were like, I did a morph and then I morphed back to human and then I took a nap and I did another morph and now I'm going to sleep for 17 days. <laughs> and now they're like, well, so I'm a bird and then I'm really going to quickly become a bug and then I'm just going to, like, dash into, like, a fish and then, like, maybe become another fish and then, like, let's go to dinner. Yeah, 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 I yeah, mean, yeah. like, to be fair, when you when you exercise a muscle, it gets stronger. Yeah, but yeah, I just have a really quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they've been slowly ramping it up. Like, I, I do agree that this is like a pretty sharp increase, but also like this isn't like this isn't just like they've been at the same level and then they've increased. I feel like they have been gradually increasing the the short time spans. Because yeah. I was having this, I was having this thought a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember exactly. Well, I guess a couple of book episodes ago. I don't remember exactly which book it was, but I was just like, wow, they are swapping back and forth between Morse pretty damn quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is definitely a new yeah. level of it, but... Right. Yeah, I guess that partially it's just because of the nature of what kind of book it is, being a young adult novel. It's weird that they haven't commented on it, which makes it feel not deliberate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it makes it feel like it wasn't planned, but it's fine. Like, it's not... It's just... It's just very... <laughs> interesting. Carol, stop. I'm so sorry. My cat is really... In the way, um, <laughs> he wants Literally, to be a part of it. He, he, no, I think, I think Gerald, I think Gerald might be an animorph. Let Gerald speak. 
let Gerald say fuck. <laughs> oh, he does all the time. <laughs> Come here. Um, I have him now. Nice. Um, so, so I think pretty quickly mm. things start to unfold that, like, they learn who the guy was and yes. they learn that he was a client of Rachel's mom's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there, is um, a, there, a is, there is a dialogue between Rachel and her younger sister, Jordan, who, um, th- that involves some Szechuan shrimp that was left in the fridge that Rachel was saving and had been saving for a week. <laughs> I got, now, question, have you ever gotten, like, leftovers from, like, Chinese or something and not eaten them within the next two days? Like, the idea of saving leftovers for a week, if I'm not, like, if I go on vacation, that's the only reason I could imagine leaving leftovers for a week. Sometimes I'll eat leftovers in the same day. So, yeah. Like, yeah. People, but people talk about that. People talk about, like, old leftovers being left in the fridge. And I'm like, that's a meal you don't have to prepare. Like, how are you not jumping on that immediately? Like, that's just, that's another responsibility you don't have to, like, like account for. Right? That's what I, leftovers I are. do it. You, I do it because I forget. <laughs> That's, I'm okay, always thinking about forget, leftovers. That's different. That's if you forget, that's different from what Rachel did, which is deliberately saving it. <laughs> yeah. For what? <laughs> Rachel. For when she's really occasion. hungry. I'm. So sometimes you just need a a a, 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 a fifteen minute Szechuan vacation. So I'm living at home right now. So okay. if I don't eat my leftovers, uh, someone bounce. else will. <laughs> so I kind of have to be on that. Yeah. Um, that, okay. That also, to me, is wild. I cannot. I cannot fathom the idea. Like even in my family, of taking someone else's leftovers without expressly asking permission first. Oh, always, constantly. I do it too to other people. Um, I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> it's an ongoing cycle. It's like it's it's the wild fucking west in our fridge. Like, <laughs> see, this was always e- really easy with my family because I was. A vegetarian and my dad was essentially a carnivore mm-hmm. so our foods just didn't interact sure right it was yeah great <laughs> <laughs> that works out never yeah. would have been a problem yeah definitely um yeah <laughs> and then yeah and rachel's mom is like oh this guy's wild what, what was the guy's name george something or other george, george edelman yeah. george edelman yeah which i remember because it's the same name in the tv show and when i read the when i read the name for the first time i was like why does that sound so familiar that sounds, did it, is this a character from, oh, 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 this is going to be the oatmeal. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I and like then, settled, like snuggled down into my bed a little deeper and I was like, let's go. Yeah. And then, and then, um, Ra- Rachel's mom says, yeah, he said something about like Yorks or Yorks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. Great. <laughs> and then in the next chapter, there is a phenomenal line when, um, they turn into um, oh shit. This is this is the uh, this is the uh, the the quote the the mental what is it, the the uh, asylum infiltration chapter. Yeah. Uh, and the the line is we flipped a coin. Marco won. Then we explained to Ash what it meant to flip a coin. Like, listen, I know. Like, <laughs> he's such a baby, though. He's such a baby, but also, like, are you saying that there has never been, like, a decision to make of equal probability on whatever planet the Andalites are from? No, he's so dumb. He's just so dumb. <laughs> he's just, he just like, daydreaming about that cute girl every time, it, like, like, class happens. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he, okay, he's the dumbest boy alive, but in Andalite standards is the thing. And that's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, he's very sweet, and I love him so much. Uh, so they turn into seagulls. Um, yeah, and there's this this particular section involves a lot of uh, various morphs into different things. Um, yeah. Uh, so they we- turn into seagulls. They get trapped in a box, and then they demorph and then morph into roaches. Yes. Um, they almost don't and even they meet a tarantula. Oh my god! That. I, could we, you imagine? By the way, we, this is like the second time they've morphed cockroaches. This is like more, not the first time they've morphed cockroaches, but we do get a full two-page spread of like limbs splorching from the stomachs and everyone shrinking and ah, antenna and a fingernail exterior. Blah, 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 blah. And like, Capricate, listen, I love you, but I get it. I, I do very much get it. I just always skip over those because I'm. it's not even like gross to me at this point. It's just like this path has been tread. Like, yeah, it's like, there, like, it's like there is literally nothing to be gained by reading this unless someone's, like, thought speak pops in. Yeah. Um, goodness gracious. Yeah. So, they become roaches, and uh, they end up in a crate of bananas, and they find a tarantula. Mm-hmm. Which, about, um, like, right after they're talking about, like, how... Wait, what do you mean that, that, for, that Havana has bananas with cockroach... With, with, uh, with tarantulas on them? How wild would that be if we ran into one? And then Rachel's like, uh, guys, look behind you. Like, literally, as soon as they started talking <laughs> about like tarantulas, just, I'm like, this is gonna happen. It's, like, just a classic moment where someone's like, ew, tarantulas, they're so hairy and fat, and I hate them. And, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? And, yes. <laughs> There is. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a lot is the thing. I just, I like, so I have a thing about spiders. Um, so this was horrifying for me personally. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I was like, so tarantulas as a concept don't really gross me out, but I just thought about, like, I used to unpack boxes of bananas when I was <gasps> at, like, the gas station, and I thought about oh, it. yeah. And I was like. I think I would die. I think I would. I think my heart would give out on the spot, and I would die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, least so I found anything moving in a box of things that are not supposed to be moving. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I just want to apologize for uh, the. The, the noise in the background that you're hearing, because my, my house is right next to a road, and also I cannot close my window all the way because my Ethernet cable is being run out my window and into the window downstairs into the, where the, 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 the router is. Yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about that since I listened to the last fear baiting. What happened in winter? <laughs> when winter happened? What? what? When winter happened? What do? What do? Figure, out when I, figure it out when I get there. <laughs> Sure. You, hmm. um, We're not going to trouble so, the set on air. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we get, we, mm-hmm. um, we get some real great, let's just torture one of these children modes where the spider tries to attack Rachel mm-hmm. and Tobias swoops down to like get the spider off and naturally the spider comes away with one of her legs but it's fine um, it doesn't like hurt or anything it's not like when like jake got smunched last week or last episode no but it's still like well here we are let's just rip one of these children apart that's fine (laughs) (laughs) she was literally like so chill about it she's just like well i lost my leg but that's fine and i was like rachel okay my dear. And so, yeah, Rachel, listen. <laughs> listen, honey. Again, can we please get a therapist in the mix? Yeah. These children. <laughs> My Animorphs therapist, OC. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god, our, our patron-only bonus episode where we build a therapist OC for I, um, um, the Animorphs. This is a fucking specialty, so... <laughs> I, I just had the thought to myself of, what if the seventh Animorph... And I remember that we have a couple of very special books coming up in the next couple of months. Nice, nice. And yeah. I am so... I think Sata knows what I'm talking about. Blair has no fucking idea, as usual. I don't know anything. I am pumped. <laughs> One of the grimmest endings to an Animorphs book. Wow. I'm excited, personally. (laughs) Um, So uh, they scuttle around in the plumbing for a bit um, and eventually make it to uh, uh, George's room. George Eagleman. Mm -hmm. And he's watching Gilligan's Island, (laughs) which I just really love that detail. Especially Mm -hmm. since Axe apparently knows what Gilligan's Island is. Oh, I like that. Is it Axe that points it out? Yes. Axe says, he is watching what you call Gilligan's Island. And then Marco's like, how does Axe know what Gilligan's Island is? (laughs) Axe, Millie. (laughs) Oh, my beautiful son. Absolute baby boy. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Okay, so. So good. Yeah, so. And yeah, at this point, we learn about the oatmeal. Mm -hmm. So, Rachel demorphs, um, and uh, George's roommate, I guess, is like, uh, oh, cool! You're just like a small human child that turned. Is half from... cockroach. Yeah, I'll go get George for you real quick, and she's like, "Cool." Uh, so they just chill out in the bathroom together, her and George, and uh, she's all like, um, "Yeah, I'm. I'm like with your lawyer. I'm 25, even though I look like a teenager. It's fine. I take good care of my skin, <laughs> oh, yeah. Rachel." Um, <laughs> But, you know, like, you have to buy something like that because you know she says it with such remarkable confidence, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't argue. I'd be like, oh, okay. I guess I don't know everything about how the world works, so. Yeah, sure. especially especially <laughs> as he like, he, like, fully buys in as soon as she, name, as soon as she like, name drops Candrona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have an extremely sad line, possibly one of the saddest in the entire book. Mm-hmm. In the entire books so mm-hmm. far, that when Rachel asks if the we find out about the the maple and ginger oatmeal, mm-hmm. which that doesn't sound very good. I don't know. I'd fuck with it. That sounds really good. <laughs> Do you not like ginger? I I like ginger. I just don't like imagining it with maple. You know, maple and brown sugar is like my go-to for oatmeal. Interesting. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So maple and ginger oatmeal make turns the Yerks into like addicts, and they can they they like lose their dependency on Kendrona rays, but they like also lose their grip on the host and also reality. Uh huh. And so like George keeps having these like spasms, and they're like, "Well, is he gonna die without Kendrona rays?" And George is like, "No, he he's gonna live as long as I do." Oh, it sucks. And then he then he says, "I just wish." The times when I am myself, when I am in control, I just wish I didn't have to spend them here. Yeah. He looked up through the dirty window with the wire grating. It's like the worst. It's it like sucks. This is like it literally. I mean, this is like the moral quandary here. Is like, okay, so the Yerks won't will no longer be a threat if we like fuck them up with oatmeal, but also there's this added like consequence potential consequence if they're not inside a host body it's probably not a big deal but yeah like, but they don't they don't realize that until like way later yeah and um, so they, the next the next the next chapter is fucking good as hell in my opinion mm-hmm. because it's like they get out and the and and then 
Um, they are having, like, this big-ass, like, debate between, like, is it okay to, you know, sacrifice few, sacrifice a few for the vict- for the needs of the many? Mm-hmm. And it's, there are some extremely good axe moments in here. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pull so them up. So good. Uh, I um, right he takes, here. he pretty quickly, like, tries to take the moral high ground on Rachel with, by, he basically says, Oh, yeah, well, you know, my species has been at war for a long time, so we kind of understand the whack-as-hell temptation to sink to your enemy's level. And Rachel's like, uh, motherfucker! <laughs> Rude! And then, uh, and and then, before, she can like, say, yeah. then before she can say anything, Ash also says, We also know that you can't win if you are not prepared to be a little ruthless. It's, not, it's a question of balance. How far into savagery do you go to defeat the savage? Yeah. The morals of um, war. <laughs> I hate this book. it's a lot and like it keeps being a lot and like we're seeing consequences from the last few books more and more like because uh like cassie isn't sure where she stands on the issue Mm -hmm. and she explicitly calls out like last book she had a moment where she kind of wanted a dude to die Mm -hmm. um and kind of tried to take action to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And, and um, Rachel sort of has a personal crisis over the fact that Cassie is starting to see shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Like, she's sort of like, well, shit, Cassie, like, if you're not going to be my moral compass, where, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. <laughs> like... I I need to be ruthless and you need to rein me in. And mm-hmm. if you aren't sure if you know how to do that anymore, then I think we might be fucked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. And there's a detail of Tobias being really anti-drug. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it is expl- which... it's never ex- really gone into detail, but it is, ex- it is said that he does come from a broken-ass home. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just with like the what we learned of his background, I think that it's pretty heavily implied why he's so much like, hey, well, maybe we shouldn't fucking ruin people's lives with addictive substances. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, Toby, Toby, oh. you're only a little bird. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right? Go fly somewhere. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> yeah. All of them. Yeah. But I mean, it is nice. We get like a little domestic Rachel and Tobias morning scene, mm-hmm. which is sort of a nice reprieve from the heavy debates about the morals of war where like Tobias flies up to her, like she wakes up and she throws open her window and Tobias flies over and she like does homework mm-hmm. and they just kind of hang out mm-hmm. and it's nice. I love their friendship <laughs> like, so like, much. I like this part of the book me too it's really nice mm-hmm. this is a real this really is a really nice. good this is a really good uh book for like rachel's friendships with the boys mm-hmm. with with marco yeah, and true. tobias specifically mm-hmm. yeah like because there was like this entire dynamic of like from like the chapter three or something marco is just like always like doom and glooming whenever rachel says let's do it and he doesn't even let her say it at the next for the next uh for the next mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, at this point they learn that there's an entrance to a York pool in a... Do they actually say McDonald's? They must because they drop Happy Meal specifically. They drop Happy Meal. They do meal. say Happy They do say McDonald's, yes. 
Okay, so they learn that there's an entrance to the York Pool in McDonald's, which you access by saying, I'd like a happy meal with extra happy, which just seems like that is a common enough joke that you would hear so many times in your shift mm-hmm. that I, it's like, like if it were a grocery store and the code was like, you found an item without a barcode and then said, I guess it's free. Yeah. You know, like, or like, yeah, if yeah. The, or if it was in a sit down restaurant and the code was like, you have an empty plate in front of you and you say, no, I hated it. You know, <laughs> right, just right, like, right. it just doesn't seem quite obscure enough to be the entrance to a secret underground alien lair. Do you remember yeah. what it was in the show? Because it wasn't with extra happy in the show. It was something about, I th- feel like it was cheeseburger with no cheese. Yeah, it was a. Che- I would like a cheeseburger. Hold the cheese. That's what it was. Yeah, which again is just something. And the customer would be like, "I'd like a cheeseburger, no cheese." And you'd say, "Okay, do you mean a hamburger?" And they would say, "No, I want a cheeseburger with no cheese." And you'd say, "Okay, it's a. It's two dollars more for that, but I can just take off the cheese, or you can order just a hamburger." And they would be like, "I want. I said what I want. I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. Can I speak to your manager?" Right. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You know? Literally. Absolutely. You know how customers are? I do know how. You gotta you got make it like something like completely inane that like, 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 you know, I'd like a cheeseburger, hold the cherry. Well, but or the, the, like, I don't know, like saying please and thank you. That would be more rare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But like the thing is, I mean, you say that, but then you also have to walk into the kitchen and then into the walk-in freezer. So, like, yeah. there are extra steps that need to be taken. It's not like yeah. just any other random person could do it, you know? <laughs> Unless you just suddenly had the impulse. Like, oh, it's quite warm in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, cool yeah. off. I kind of feel like that right now. It's very warm in this room. <laughs> it's very warm in here, too, because it, it's hot in my room just as a default, and I can't have the fan going because that would be very loud and not good for recording. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So... Um, so enjoying a very sweaty one of, <laughs> we are <laughs> one of I, the extra get, steps. We are gonna get like we are just gonna ha- like our podcast in like July is going to be unlistenable because of how many fans we have going. It's just gonna be the soggiest podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, you were saying uh, yeah. Oh, one of the extra steps is that there is a. Is it a Gleet, Gleet biofilter mm-hmm. at the entrance it, that basically got destroys the, uh... all, all non-authorized life forms? So, like, they try to sneak in behind somebody who actually said the password and, like, alarms go off and Axe is like, we have to get the fuck out. And then lasers or something. Mm-hmm. I read the book last week, so <laughs> I'm a little vague on some of the details. <laughs> Did you have Gleet biofilter written down or was that off the dome? I, I wrote it down, but I also was like, Gleet is <laughs> so stupid that I want to think that I made a mistake. Nope, you got it. You got it in one. Gavelgate. <laughs> she's, she's just, she's such a good writer and she's so, in like such specific ways. And like, she can come up with these incredible like PG metaphors or PG ways to describe horrific violence. But when she comes to, I think I've made this, um, comparison before when it comes to coming up with like alien names and languages she's like justin mcelroy when he was trying to name a stylist uh-huh. <laughs> in that one part of Mabim bam just uh-huh. like 
<laughs> oh yeah, what's this alien thing? Oh, uh, Kromslor. Try again. <laughs> or Pinsky, Pinsky Dan. Pinsky Din. Pinsky I want to give her a little bit of credit. Pinsky Din. I want to give her a little bit of credit because I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I, I just feel like when it falls flat, it falls really flat. Like, you don't, I, I don't feel that way about like, you know, Nothlet or Ciro's Kindness, Andalite, Taxon, uh, sure. uh, Hork-Bajir. Like, all of that seems like, I believe those are, like, those, those, but like, Gleek. Gleek, <laughs> sorry. I feel like, Hork Bajir is on the edge of like yeah. when you're trying to na- when you're trying to name your elf and you just say some syllables and then throw a vowel and like a punctuation mark in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, ta- Taxon is certainly just like she she saw that sound effect and was like, uh, "Let's just change a letter." Yeah. Also, um, hey, I, I didn't know that that was called a klaxon until like recently, and I saw it in subtitles. Like, what the. F- Fuck is a klaxon? <laughs> Who spelled? Someone spelled something wrong. That's an alarm. <laughs> That's nonsense. Um, hey, what if it was called Gleek though? Like, oh my god, say it who... in your wheelhouse. <laughs> I will murder you with my own bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. Uh... <laughs> I'm. I have never done anything wrong in my life. And we know we all that's day, not true. The other day I was shopping with a couple of friends and they for some reason started singing Gold Digger and I was like, Hey y'all think about Will Schuster and they were like, How dare you? Oh, and I was no. like, I know. I'm gonna lay down in this Walmart and wait to die. <laughs> oh. Um Glee is a poison that will wait, never I, leave I our have, bodies. I have a question. Thing. We're talking yes. about the, they did the Kanye. They were talking about the Kanye West gold digger, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What did they do for the N word? Because the N word is very much in that song. Okay. Well, it goes. She do they do It's no. It's Will Schuster rapping, and he says, "She ain't messing with no broke, no broke." Okay. Oh sure. Good. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I was kind of I was kind of curious that they did like like the cartoon censorship where like a loud truck drives by when he says it. No, they. I don't think they ever had anybody inappropriately say the N word or anything. It's just <laughs> yeah, that show and all the other that. ways. <laughs> yeah. If they Glee did that though, if all she just said the N word. Oh no. He looks like the kind of guy who might though. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. He did so much rapping. <laughs> he did a thong song in the first season. He's he just blurred lines with his students. What? He did blurred lines. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, like a bad show. But um. Remember when they did a mattress commercial in like episode four? I don't remember yeah. anything from the show. I, wa- uh, I watched, like, the first season of Glee, and I don't know why. Uh, okay, the I watched, season like... season was fine. I watched, like, five seasons of Glee, and I have to be honest, I don't remember anything from it. Um, it's because none of it... It's like trying to remember the lyrics to LFO's Summer Girls. It's all just complete non sequitur. There's nothing for your brain to, like, do pattern recognition. Like, you, you can't be like, well, remember this episode and this plot line. This one thing happened, so naturally this next thing happened. And then, oh, there was a twist that made complete sense. Then that's how we know it happened. There was none of that because none of it connected to each other. So you could just be like, remember this one event? What came after it? I don't know. <laughs> it's... 
It's just a it's just a garbage show with nonsense words in it. Like, half of the words out of everyone's mouth in that show were like regionals, sectionals, or nationals. Like those were just half of the that was just half of the script. Yeah. Hey, I think we read a book by K. A. Applegate this week, and we should probably continue to talk about it. I've instead never of, heard of her. <laughs> instead of Glee, I think you, Glee is you, not a good. Y'all topic. take it. I'm just gonna cry. <laughs> So where were we? Um, so they, 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 they find out that they can't fly in through the McDonald's entrance. So that's product placement done, checked off. Yeah. So they, um, they the, become moles. They, they, they decide, uh, let's do a mole and dig in there. And then Cassie uh, winks at Rachel and it's very gay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, they're girlfriends. Uh, they so. are extremely dating. <laughs> so uh, they become moles. Um, and, uh, it's basically claustrophobia, the next five chapters. Um, yeah. It's really rough. Yeah. I kind of, okay, so the keyword for this book is oatmeal, um, but they go some places, which, so, like, I was, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I was like, this book was extremely goofy, but also now that I'm talking about it, it kind of wasn't, but at the same time really was, it's a very, it, animorphs is basically, I guess, yeah. the thesis of what I'm saying right now. Um, yeah, so. and like Ra- Rachel, Rachel is like um, R- Rachel like is like doing a bunch of tunneling because everyone's doing tunneling because it takes a shitload of tunneling to get to the where the Yerk Pool is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like several days. Yeah, they describe. And um, she like at one point she like try- she's trying very hard to just give in a little bit to the mole brain and like mm-hmm. just let it just so she can't be afraid and it's like. The, like it's just like once you once you break out of the mole brain, it's like trying to like go back to not blink like not blinking manually, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry to everyone who's listening that is now blinking manually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to worry about shit like that. I'm not oh, thinking about blink? any of my actions at any time. I, <laughs> I just let my body am, do whatever it wants to do. I am always thinking about them, just constantly. <laughs> I'm very over aware, so it never surprises me. <laughs> So, um, um, yeah, they dig for like several days and they fall into a right. bat cave, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, directly into bat shit, which is fun. Um, yeah. there's, there's a line, that, there's a line where Rachel says there must be something kind of liberating. Just, just being able to say, I'm scared. Like it's no big deal. This is after Marco says that he is scared. Right. I can't do that. I don't know why I just can't. You're precious, terrible, fragile ego, Rachel. It's like... Rachel, hey, it's okay. Hey, Rachel, Rachel, it is okay to show weakness. I am going to literally physically ball the first time that Rachel like breaks down and shows weakness, like Jake did last book, where he like right. broke down for where he broke down after Rachel and Axe got fucked in the in the Joe Bob Fenister house. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like when Rachel when Rachel has a like when Rachel just loses it like that, I'm going to cry. Yeah. I mean yeah, and I feel like it's coming up after a book like this, you know? Oh, where yeah, next like, Rachel book mm-hmm. is going to happen. Where Capelgate was like, hey, No, actually, next, next Rachel, Rachel book is not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be the Rachel book after that one. Sure, yeah. Unless the Rachel book after the next one is the one where she turns into a starfish, then it might be the one after that. Starfish? The starfish, oh. one, is, the, the starfish one is fucking wild, and I cannot wait for it. I'm going to look up what, what book number that is. <laughs> yeah, um, ever. At some point, so I think, I guess Rachel referenced Star Wars in the intro briefly, but they see something, and she says that it's so Star Wars in, like, an excited tone. And I was like, fuck yeah, Rachel loves Star Wars. Yes! <laughs> She's Yay! my girl. 
made me so excited. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I want her to be like deep into the lore of Star Wars though. Like so oh yeah, she like Marco tries to step to her on Star Wars knowledge and she's like read all of the EU books that have come out so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, of course she would love Star Wars. That's uh Leia's there and stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, she would she would have she would be oh my god. Rachel would just so, have like the biggest crush on Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> wow. Later in life, but currently... Gwendolyn uh, Christie? Oh, right, sorry. Captain like, Phasma. Not yeah. yeah, I know. I was, I was, because I just said Leia, and I was like, mm, wait. No. Oh. <laughs> like, if, if Animorphs present day, Rachel get crushed on Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> yeah. On, app, on iPad. On iPad, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rachel look at pics of Gwendolyn Christie flexing on iPad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so... They're all, they turn into bats. Mm-hmm. And then... And, oh, Jake has a great line where he's like, you know, Jake said in a conversational tone while we waited to for Tobias to acquire the bat, from the point where Edelman said maple and ginger oatmeal, I should have known this was going to end stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So good. It's like, yeah, but... I was like, I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, I love yeah, bro. so much. <laughs> it's so, very delightful. Yeah. He's the best. And yeah, they they in Batmorph get into the pool through tunnels and stuff. And then there were like and some defense drones, which I think this is the first time yeah. we've seen them. It's like actual robots shooting at them with Dracon beams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like hunter droids that are programmed to find new life forms or unauthorized life forms. So it's sort of the same thing that we saw earlier, but there are actual robots like moving all around. Yeah. Um, hey, um, also, Rachel's arm gets blasted off in this scene, which is fun, um, and I yeah. loved it, because it was fine when it was her, but she's just losing a lot of limbs in this book. She um, really is, but I love, I love the way that this is resolved, where, like, she falls, she gets shot, and she falls into the yerk pool, and she's like, fuck, like, I'm done for, I just fell into the yerk pool, they're gonna freak out, and then she realizes, she's like, oh, wait, if... If these if these robots are just shooting every animal that flies in, shit probably falls into the pool all the time. I'm yeah. cool. <laughs> and then she just turns into an ant. <laughs> Casually as Rachel. one does. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Um, she does a great job as an ant, and I'm super proud of her. Then she acquires a Dracon beam, which is cool. Uh... And oh yeah, she. But as an aunt, she has another one of her fashion faux pas moments because oh, she yeah. like climbs up on somebody to, so that they can give her a ride, and she's like clinging to them with her little aunt feet, and she's like, "Oh, this shirt is so cheap." Yeah. Yeah. Like, bitch, come on. So it's she so she gets good. into she gets into like a side room or something, and so this this is fucked up. I gotta say. So Rachel gets into a side room and she demorphs and she finds a Dracon beam and doesn't really fiddle with it aside from finding the trigger. A Horpajir enters. She immediately whips around and blasts him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very luckily, it was on the it was on the very low setting of not put a hole in someone. Right. Yeah. Just she's like, oh, like... I guess this. She literally is just like, oh yeah, I guess this was the stun. But yeah, she, she does say care. set phasers to stun. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't give a shit. Like, she was going to shoot them anyway. Right, yeah. yeah. like, if she had put a hole in this Horpajir's head, that would have been, like... I mean, I get that this book is kind of already long as it is, but, like... Oh, man, when are they, they, they going to have to deal with the fact that they killed someone? 
Um, I mean, I think that they're all kind of dealing with it a little bit. Right, but like there's gonna, there's, there is, right, but there's gonna be there is going to be a point at which they kill a controller. You think so? I'm I, sh- think I don't know that I don't know that, but I'm sure that I'm certain that it will happen. I feel like what they're gonna do is do what they're already doing, which is take it, shove it into a tiny little box, put that put that just deep down in the mind, uh-huh. uh, open it open it later. Yeah, or never, or never. You know, uh-huh. open it later or die before you can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is... They're doing yeah, great, great, and I'm so proud of them. Like, so every single time we sit down to record an episode of this podcast, I just think of that tweet that's like, like, Harry Potter... Sorry, the dog The dog can see me from outside, and he's barking at me. Oh, no. Aww. Oh, wait, but the... Dog. Homer. Um, well, the, the tweet that's like, Harry Potter... Harry Potter is like, oh, wizards and wizardry, ha-ha, <laughs> have fun! And Animorphs is like, what if the living end? What if the, the dead? dead? <laughs> what if the dead? <laughs> yeah. The dead? Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter does go some places, but um, Caplegate goes there immediately. (laughs) Caplegate, like, day one goes there. Mm -hmm. Jackson, please. I get that you're excited, but (laughs) please. I'm I'm trying to record a podcast. Jackson, please listen to me. Rachel turns back into a... Well, while she's a human, she, like, stuns a human controller and just takes a blazer. (laughs) She's like, great. And then just, like, boldly walks back into the yerk pool... Like, mm-hmm. hey, I stole this blazer. I'm in disguise now. Time to walk out there. And then she sees Axe has been captured. And I think she just hears that they've grabbed two anonymous bats. And she's like, I don't know if those bats are my friend <laughs> or not. <laughs> All bats are my friends, so I don't identify. Yeah. This is um, true. This is canon. Yeah. They also... they throw out this new term which I was very fascinated by which um, I think they see a human controller and she like <laughs> brought in her 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 lunch Tupperware and then they open it and it's oatmeal and they're like don't get host happy oh, which sure. I guess seems like it's a term for getting hooked on something that your new body can enjoy mm-hmm because presumably yurks in their natural form can't really do drugs. <laughs> what if a yurk smoked like a big blunt Slugs, though? Slugs, not drugs. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what if a yurk like took like a big hit of a giant blunt? Like cigar sized this blunt? Well, what I like about that is it would, it would have to be a team effort. Because a yurk can't hold its own blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd have to have like one holding it and then like three to four trying to light it right um one one would burn up one would like light themselves on fire in the process obviously yeah the sacrificial one that really that really makes the high worth it (laughs) yeah it's just like at every party how whenever you want to smoke weed with all of your friends one of them has to die (laughs) it's like sad but like you gotta gotta get you know derek died for this hit derek died for this (laughs) hit i need to honor his memory and just take a big puff yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rest Great. in peace, Derek. Um, I'll miss you. Rip. Pe- press out. Died to for pay the high, specs. baby. <laughs> That's um. what's on his tombstone. His parents hate it. They keep trying to get it replaced, but we keep chiseling it back on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they learn that there's oatmeal in the building because they've been like confiscating it or something. <laughs> um, 
And so that's handy for them because they couldn't figure out a way to in their mole bodies to bring it, which makes sense. Yeah. It also expedites the plot ever so slightly. I feel like Caplegate like was like, well, shit, this book's already 20 chapters and they haven't even brought the oatmeal yet. What, if, what can I do to like have them have the oatmeal here already? And then she just kind of came to, I think she brought herself into a corner a little bit and brought herself out pretty decently, but. Yeah, I, I buy it. I buy it well enough. Yeah. Um, it makes as much sense as anything else. As fucking anything else. <laughs> <laughs> especially because she does play it with that one little scene of the human controller with the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So at least like a couple paragraphs beforehand, mm-hmm. we have justification that they've been confiscating oatmeal. Mm-hmm. That's what foreshadowing is, right? When two paragraphs before a big reveal... You hint at it? Right, yeah, absolutely. Like, if I'm foreshadowing that I'm about to say the word piss, and then I'm like, whoa, guys, piss. <laughs> piss? <laughs> piss. That was me on the motorcycle, screaming piss. <laughs> Just fucking popped a goddamn wheelie. Yeah. Um, can you get a muffler for a motorcycle? I actually just realized I don't know if you can, and maybe that's just why they're so loud. Oh, yeah. No, I don't... Well, I don't know if you can, but I do know that some cyclists do, like, mod their bikes to be louder, so... Fabulous. Oh, it's like, it's like, the, it's like those fucking... loud. It's like those fuckers that, like, do coal rolling. I don't know what that is. Coal rolling? Coal rolling. It is a way of operating your motor vehicle to burn as much fuel and be as destructive as possible. It is extremely infuriating and has no use other than just, like, jerking off. Not, like, Fabulous. literally, but... I love being alive. <laughs> is the thing yeah here we go rolling coal is the practice of modifying a diesel engine to increase the amount of fuel entering the engine in order to emit large amounts of black or gray sooty exhaust fumes into the air great cool what i love about that is that our earth isn't suffering enough just from our normal use of cars right um (laughs) so at this point viscer three shows up Mm mm-hmm Pretty much. Uh, I, I Google, okay, um, hold on. I need to. Ex- I need to just sh- say what Google thinks I want to look at. If I just Google the word, if I just Google the words coal rolling, it gives you the definition, and then three links down is rolling pro- rolling coal on protesters compilation. Parentheses Black Lives Matter Trump protesters. Great. What fabulous. What? Why are people like? Okay. <laughs> so Mister Three shows up, um, and uh, gets shoved into the pool. And, um, like, is that so is like, held at gunpoint? Right. Is, like, and he orders all, like, everyone not to move. Mm-hmm. Um, because he doesn't want to get Get shot. a hole in his head. <laughs> right. Fair. Which, oh, there's actually another great, God, Visitor 3 is such a fucking good villain. Because, so they're threatening to kill, like, a shit ton of yurks. And Visser 3 is like, <laughs> LOL, like, whatever. Um, I, I'm going to keep doing me, and, like, I don't care how many people you kill. And then the moment his life is slightly on the line, he's like, everybody, shut the fuck up. We have to deal with this situation now. Um, okay. <laughs> Such a pussy. <laughs> like, I love it. He's so, so selfish. And, like, just in the absolute best most villainous way it makes me so happy mm-hmm. and then they basically managed to escape because nobody dares disobey his orders like nobody 
is brave enough none of his like peons are brave enough to take initiative to like stop them as they're trying to escape because mm-hmm. mr three never told them that they could move right. which is also such a good villainous detail of like being your own downfall because you are unreasonable in your punishment of people who disobey you right <laughs> oh it makes me so happy it's mm-hmm. so good it's just so good mm-hmm. and then the escape is um really scary and awful yeah and then there, there, there's yeah. I want to just jump back like two seconds because uh, Marco does very much uh, stop Rachel from saying let's do it and then he says no no it's my turn and he's he is currently as Big Jim in the moment uh huh yeah <laughs> right because they Jim. like crash through a wall because they're like how are we gonna get back out there there's guards we'll we'll have to sneak around and then they're like wait a minute let's just go through this wall then we don't need to go around anything. <laughs> They're the best. They're so good. <laughs> Marco and Rachel truly feel like the two friends you cannot send into the liquor store for, or like even just to go get snacks. Like if you're all having a party and you're like pairing off to go get supplies, you have to separate Marco and Rachel or at least like make Tobias go with them. Right. Because you'll be like, hey guys, go pick up like, uh, two four of beers and whatever and they just come back with seven kegs and like <laughs> four boxes of wine and uh-huh. like one of those novelty sized bottles of shitty rum mm-hmm. because they just yeah. amp each other up so immediately and they try to they're like okay we'll make them go get the snacks and then like they accidentally have the party catered and like oh yeah I just, yeah they're, they're the most beautiful human beings alive <laughs> Um, Yeah, but we go back to Claustrophobia Station while they're escaping because they purposefully cave the roof in on themselves. Yeah, this is is raw as fuck. It's brutal, and they all morph, and, like, there's a moment where Rachel's like, well, hope everybody morphed in time so I didn't just fucking kill all of my friends. Mm -hmm. Guess we'll find out later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they're digging up, and they have to dig pockets big enough that they can demorph so they don't get trapped as moles mm-hmm. and then they morph again and they keep digging and then they morph again and they keep digging and then they're bats again mm-hmm. ah! <sighs> it's a lot it's, it's rough. just a lot but they get out it's they do and, and, and then the, the the epilogue chapter is rachel at home and her aunt comes home and is like well george eagleman ran away and assisted a, by a psychic assisted grizzly bear. Assisted by a psychic grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, I love this because it's such a great echo of like, because the last, was it the last book we had where Jake was like, oh yeah, that mansion burned down, guess we'll never know who did it. And in this, <laughs> it's like, oh, George Edelman escaped, guess we'll never know who helped. Oh, it was Rachel? Rachel <laughs> yeah. helped? Okay. Good. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Someone is fucking so fuck, fucking excited downstairs. Holy shit! <laughs> I I love that we know that Rachel is a lesbian because her like key morph is a grizzly bear, and I'm just like that's just the, oh, de- so that's true. just the tea. <laughs> it's so real. It's canon. <sighs> okay. Well, well, her key, her key, end, her key morph. Well, I I think actually you could debate with Rachel because she has what I I mean, like, I think like Jake has a like Jake and Marco they have like immediately come to mind key morphs because you know Jake's got the. Tiger. Jake's got the tiger. Marco's got Big Jim. 
Um, Cassie's a little bit of a gray area, and because I don't think like she's got the wolf, but everyone's got the wolf, so it's a little bit. Eh. Well, I can't think of what else other like Rachel's big one would be. Elephant. Oh right, but she doesn't Lion? do elephant like she does grizzly bear. You know, grizzly bear. To be fair though, grizzly bear is a recent addition. She's probably just been using it a lot because we only got it a couple of books ago. I think. Yeah, but she's a no. That was like bear. eight books ago. What the fuck? Yeah, she's yeah. she's a, hey, she's a grizzly bear. Um, yeah, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you're oops. wrong. I'm saying I I do agree that Grizzly Bear, but like when I think Rachel, like the first thing, the first one that comes to mind is Elephant. Just for me, from what I remember reading of the books. Sure. What were you gonna say, Sada? Um, just the very last line of the book is like. A message to be kind and generous to panhandlers, basically. Okay. Which I found, like, very touching. Because it's not like the book directly interacts with our broken um, healthcare system and psychiatric care system. But it sort of dances around it. And the very last line is something like, so if you see a guy on the street who's acting all wild and talking about stuff in his head... Maybe give him some spare change because maybe he needs the help. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's, wow. Oh my gosh. Capital so that's, yeah. that's the underground. Um, fucking good book. Good, yeah. Fine. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up, I just want to look up real quick and see what uh, the next book is. I'm not going to spoil anything about it, but I just am a little bit curious for my own sake to sure. see if I know what the next one is. Sure. Oh, fuck this one. Which one is it? What, oh, at least the title. fuck. Wait. Wait. I, I'm trying to remind myself of this one. I'm trying to remind myself of exactly what happens in this one. Sure. Because um, I know I read this one. I'm just trying to remember which. Sure. I know this one's fucked up. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like it's an axe book, so I'm very excited for that. Oh, fuck Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm so ready. Son. <laughs> that one of, so you know how all those tweets that have been going, oh, Blair, I think this is when you retweeted. All those tweets have been going around. They're like, by age 35, you should yeah. have blah, 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 blah. And there was <laughs> one that was like, by age 35, you should have an assortment of like three dozen sons. You don't need to have given birth to or adopted. Them. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Okay. I Or raised, yeah. I, okay, all so. Gay space sons. Just to give you an idea of what, is gonna like there's gonna be it's gonna get wild in the next book because um so here's a list of the morphs that Jake uses in the next book, Ex- I'm, and I'm not gonna list the ones that he acquires in the books because that is a little bit of a spoiler I guess. Seagull, Peregrine Falcon, Housefly, Cockroach, Brown Bat, and Hammerhead Shark. Wow. Um, don't make Jake be a fly again. <laughs> Just don't, please. Oh, there's gonna be Can some trauma about that. Can we let Jake not be a fly anymore, please? Can we just get that DNA out of him, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Ugh. All right. Um, uh, let's get deep into some questions. Um, yeah. So, so this first question from uh, Heavenly Evan, does there exist a better code phrase than I would like a happy meal with extra happy, and if so, what is it? <laughs> Fucking anything. Anything. It's so dumb. I like my earlier suggestion of, I, can I get a cheeseburger with no cherry? Yeah. I mean, it's just, 
it's just so dumb. I, like, when I read it, I was like, oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read, but also so Animorphs, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> like, it is. So Animorphs. Um, like, there definitely are better ones, but, like, anything else would be lacking, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, 19, 1920s AU for Animorphs, where that's the code to get into their speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-Happy Meal. Um, Pre-Happy just... Meal. <laughs> yep, it's just, I mean, it would be better in the 1920s because it wouldn't mean anything. Right. <laughs> just be nonsense words. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, at Twitter, uh, <laughs> Jasmine March, uh, Twitter user at Pidmon asks, um, what do you think of the movie Labyrinth? Um, <laughs> just out of nowhere, and I guess, sure. Um I'm into it, I guess. It's been a while I since I've seen it. it. <laughs> um, I'm think, a big fan. Yeah. That was one of the movies that, like, we just watched all the time at, like, hangouts and stuff in high school because we were cool art kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of, you know, just in the hallways, you remind me of the babe, what babe, babe with the power, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, on loop until everyone around us exiled us from our lives and that's how i died um i knew it i fucking knew it you've been a ghost this whole fucking time (laughs) what i'm haunting the internet oh yeah that's blair my running theory my my running theory that Seda is just a ghost that haunts the internet that like it's a spread to sow chaos oh yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah if if not that then like a fake creature you know yeah but, Mm -hmm. but like an internet one uh, R3, who, who, who's R3 Shorts asks, uh, responding to Heavenly Evans' question, how about, I would like a cheeseburger, hold the cheese, a reference back to the show, which, that's a little bit better, but still, like, like that's just how cu- customer service sometimes just be like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... And, and then, the last question from, uh, at Odd Days George, what do you think of the headcanon of Tobias as a trans girl? I'm down. I mean, if you ask <laughs> if you ask me, what do you think of the headcanon of X as a trans girl? My answer is going to be yes. <laughs> canon. I will say yeah. I, I will agree with it, but like I do like this very yeah. much. I think, I think I mentioned before that like one of my girlfriends linked me a um, a uh, uh, a fic where Tobias comes out to Rachel about that, and it was extremely good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. When am I going to start writing Animorphs fic? I'm surprised you haven't yet, honestly. <laughs> I, I have a lot of projects backlogged, um, and they're all for the bad show, so. <laughs> yeah. I say it knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, my Animorphs AU, but it's, it, it's an Always Sunny AU, and they just own a bar together. <laughs> Now They're this I animals. can get into. <laughs> Did we talk about this last time? I think no, we, we talked... have not talked about Animorph Sunny AU. Oh, I talked about Animorph Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I talked about this in the group chat. That's right. Um, <laughs> um, I think we talked about um, if like the cast of Sunny were Animorphs, but I like it better if like the Animorphs just owned a bar. I don't think um, we talked about the other thing either. I do not remember. No, that. no, no, no. In the group chat. Oh, um, no, okay. like <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> own time <laughs> this was just a personal yeah. conversation i had <laughs> um yeah 
Um, I'm, I'm just tickled at it. Okay, we owning a a bar would uh, be very good, <laughs> especially oh. if they're still like 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, they just lie. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they lie. But no, Rachel would be a great bartender. Yeah. Um, because she's mean and if there's anything that I learned from being a bartender is that if you're a bartender and you're kind of mean but like mean in like a fun way Uh uh-huh that works out really well for your money at the end of the night actually (laughs) right on (laughs) so this is this is getting added to my list of projects I have to pursue in the future so just like very excited watch this space (laughs) um and I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Wonder Yerks. Cool. Anything? Uh, I think we're good. Uh, um, if you want to support the show, uh, check out, head over to patreon.com slash fearbaiting. If you don't, at the uh, one, just the $1 a month level, you get episodes early and you get uh, access to a bunch of polls and stuff that we run for fearbaiting. Um, and if you sign, if you register at the, if you pledge at the five or ten dollar a month level, you get a message. If at the five dollar a month level, you get a message right on the show, which we have a message. Let me just go to them. This message is from Michael Kaiser, and I'm gonna read it on th- both this and fear baiting. Fab. Because it's a fear baiting thing, but I want to read it on both podcasts because he sent the message in twice again. <laughs> <laughs> Both the Babadook and Lake Mungo are Australian horror movies and pretty good ones. I wonder if there's a link between living in horrifying places and making good horror movies. And, like, what if Crocodile Dundee got a horror, a horror sequel, A Haunted Crocodile? Do they even got crocodiles in Australia? Kangaroo Jack, but he's, like, a serial killer due to the impotence of being a sentient creature within an animal's crude body? So, thanks, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. Um, not really so much a question as just a handful of suggestions, and I've got to say yes. I mean, that's um, not a question. That's just a message that we have to read on the show. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to our patrons at uh, five dollars a month to get the shout out. Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Kit, Paul Bechtel, and Twitter user Sophie Altergeist. We love you. We love you all. <laughs> um, if you want to check us out elsewhere, we're at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, the Wonder Yorks at gmail.com, but I don't think we get any emails like ever, but feel free. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to check uh, out our sister our sister podcast, uh, Fear Baiting, where Blair and I do horror movies and we're gay and trans and shit, and we talk yep. about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good podcast to me. Um, uh, let's see. If you want to find me, you can check me out on Twitter at GayestLulu, uh, on Tumblr, chiesautonacas.tumblr.com. Uh, my, my other, one of my other podcasts, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is a leftism podcast. Uh, and I guess twitch.tv slash GayLulu. I've been streaming a lot more lately now that I moved into this new house. Fab. Right on. If you want to find me on the internet, uh, at Blair Kitch on Twitter, blairkitch.tumblr.com. That's B-L-A-I-R-K-I-T-S-C-H. Look at all my dumb content that comes out of my mouth hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm at nudity on Twitter with an E-A instead of a Y. You can find my podcast where I make songs to solve people's very small problems at Musical Mole on Twitter. I'm putting out an episode this week. I've just been trying to figure out the format. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us this week. It has always been fun. We will see you again in a couple weeks uh, with the next book. I don't know what it's called, but just just the next the one. Decision. The, the decision. decision. The decision. Very exciting. An axe book. So get ready. Get ready for some sun talk. Um, but until then, uh, I'm Blair. I'm Sarah. I'm Seda. 
Uh, and remember... Uh, Keep or, your hand it, on the escafil. Uh, what? Go, okay. Are we supposed to do it at all the same joke. time, or we just want one of us doing it? I thought I thought you were going to say a funny joke, but no, keep, no jokes. Okay, three, two, one. Keep your hand keep on your the escafil device. Keep your hands on the escafil device. We did a good job, and that's it. I'm not doing. Woo! It. Yeah. 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 Yeah.